Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes, changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom Hello, welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Chase SCW. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We're here for NRL Supercoach Round 15, a week that was meant to be a nice little reprieve from the major buy rounds. It was meant to be an easy week to get 17 and good plays. Our squads were deep. It has turned into everything but that. It is like there's players dropping like flies. Here to chat through it with us is a bloke who, he got his head on camera early in the year and his ego's gone through the roof and nowadays he just decides when he wants to join the podcast and when he doesn't. It's the Spy. Spy, nice of you to show up, mate. Thanks, mate. Been a bit crook actually the last couple of weeks, so sorry yeah, about that. It hasn't. I know, yeah. it's going around, but uh, certainly not enough to slow me up in the lead up <laughs> to Croak's 300th on Friday night. I've actually just been down at the park kicking a few conversions in the lead up, so it's been good. Uh, and the Supercage boys are absolutely flying into 5,000th, so I'm coming for you, mate. And the sledge has been noted. I'll think this is your head when I knock one over you, Friday if you morning. If you kicking goals with that deflated football, <laughs> I'll give the game up. I can goal kick. <laughs> also with us today, a special guest making her debut on the SC Playbook podcast from Bloke in a Bar Studios. It is Jaleesa Raps, famous for Channel 10 reporting, SEN radio alongside the great Jimmy Smith, <laughs> Cricket Unfiltered podcast, I believe, and loves a super coach. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Um, I just want to know, how many people did you go through before you got to me? No, no, no. You told you And you were like, all right, well, we're going to have to give her a crack. I, I, I do, I do. to be fair, have a Monday afternoon. We do the bloke potty in here. And I go, oh, I've got to get ready for the show tomorrow. And I go, all right, go through the regulars. Gone, gone. And then I'm like, hit you up for a few times earlier on in the yeah. season. And he said, no, nah, got the Channel 10 duties till about 6 o'clock. So because we're recording a little late this night, I said, no, nah, you're on. So you're the first person I messaged. Oh, I feel so privileged. Yeah. And it's also all lined up with Croaks' 300. It's a bit of it a has. moment, isn't it? So, Julissa, you're the second biggest Jared Croker fan at this bar and <laughs> also on the planet. Yes. Raiders diehard. Yeah, uh, love me some croaks. Yeah. Uh, right up there with uh, Alan Tung um, yeah. for me um, and obviously Laurie Daly and um, Sam. 
And Sam Williams. <laughs> Sam Williams, your brother. Yeah, yeah, the reason it took so long to get you on the podcast <laughs> because you're a big fan of Sam Williams, yeah. but <laughs> you, you are actually Sam Williams' biggest fan. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. I was sad when he, uh, he gave it away. I'd love to know what, like, what did you enjoy about Sam, of all things, because I'm perplexed. The good bloke vibes. Uh, okay. And that's why you, uh, you follow the Raiders, <laughs> don't you? I mean, aside from the fact we, I mean, yeah. I genuinely do think we can win a premiership yeah. this year, and I'm starting to feel it more and more. Um, but the good bloke vibes of the Raiders. For sure. Mm. And that's it. Like, even though the fact that we're, what, in, is it the second longest drought in the competition? Don't worry about it. Uh, it's been long, but <laughs> we're good blokes. We're a good club. So <laughs> good club. You know yeah. what? We've got that. We're, yeah, everyone's exactly. second favourite We've got the team. community. Yeah. 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 You know what, guys? Dead set, anyone can win the competition this year so <coughs> dead a dream honestly no i i'm yeah. very serious Something's about that building. <laughs> i was actually talking about this um with justin horro the other day and i mm. said well no one would have thought that um they could have won in uh, 2019 and they came so close and exactly I similar vibes a little bit so yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. see hey uh and uh, julissa most importantly how's the super side going now you're, you're not at you're a few years into Supercoach. Mm, yeah, I'm two, look, this is my second. Look, season. we won't put you down as an avid gun. Um, chaotic. Yeah, chaotic. <laughs> You're a chaotic Supercoach, uh, which is fantastic because we haven't had Desi Creek on the potty for a while, and he's a chaotic Supercoach as well. So, uh, how's the side tracking? Well, I started off with so much hope. Mm. Um, as most rugby league seasons start yeah. off for me in general. Um, so I started off with so much hope and then I really went badly in those first few weeks for various <laughs> reasons. Um, and then I just kind of cracked it with myself um, and looked away for a little bit and now I'm repairing a lot of damage because you know what the annoying thing is? <laughs> Um, I mean, first of all, the fact that I turned away from it while because I was losing says a lot about me as a person. <laughs> um, but also now I look at who I actually had in the side and I'm like, oh, I just wish I had given a bit more effort in the past, particularly with all the injuries the that classic, have damaged everyone yeah. else. The classic, classic you, you picked him for a reason, two bad weeks, gone. Rage, yeah, rage exactly, training. exactly. Yeah, I flicked a lot of people very quickly. So you sacked all, all the blokes you were... Keen on. Then you fired yourself as head coach. Fired myself. Now you've hired yourself back. Yeah. And you're doing a rebuilding job. Yes. And I've yep. actually, I did send you my team today because I, it needs a bit of work. So I went I through your team. You pretty good team. Uh, the one you're that, lying. The, the, no, no. The one, the one that, the one that, <laughs> in the sense good that good bloke vibes. Yeah. <laughs> in the sense that there were a few key tra- trade outs due to injured players, but also we're all in that boat this week. The one that did stand out for me and probably showed a bit of green-eyed bias... Was Turbo? Harley no. Smith Shields. <laughs> What's your problem with Harley? <laughs> Nothing as a bloke or a footballer. <laughs> it, was just, it was the first time I'd seen anyone with Harley Smith Shields in their team. Kept, Why? A, kept him for the round 14 bye. The, the tough <laughs> mini bye. Last yeah. week when you knew he was going to be really bad. Had a, That's just called looking ahead and a, a bit of, of vision. <laughs> I had a lot of faith in that <laughs> yeah. bye. Uh, anyway, anyway, we'll sort through your team today <laughs> and we'll get you back on track. The Kuma Stallions. 1,099 on the weekend into 2,525th overall. So getting there, what a just chaotic week of Supercoach. I started it, as you said, full of hope. I was mm. like, I have a strong team. I knew that a stack of Supercoaches out there were short on numbers. I'm like, no, nah, I've got numbers with one or two in store. And it was all going tremendously until Sunday evening and I had this decision to loop Cody Walker's ton like we all did. There was like a lot of people had, you know, Dream Buller or Cody Walker or Jermaine Asako, vice captain, and they went, Nathan Cleary, coming off an origin loss, mm. looking for redemption. He was angry, game against the Dragons, full strength Panthers in Penrith going, 
It's written for him to go huge. He sets up a try, 10 minutes into the game, you're like, here we go. And then the hammy goes. So did you captain him? I captained him. Oh. And my heart just sunk, along with a lot of others out there. Mm. But it went from going to be a very good weekend to a, a tick above average. So, oh. Yeah, I was, I was the same. I invited the mate over. Big Penrith fan. I'm like, come over. Clear he's on. Like, he's just lost origin. Let's just enjoy this. He's whipping up a margarita out back. He's, he's a chef. <laughs> it's so good. Nice. I'm like, get over here, mate. And then Cleary did his hammy what was happening. I just like, let's watch a movie or something. Didn't he look <laughs> so angry? He was filthy. Yeah. He knew. He yeah. knew. So, yeah, broken hearts. It's right. actually funny. Ivan actually said today that they were relieved to hear the grade that it was because they thought it was going to be so much worse. Okay, mm. there you go. So I've never heard someone <coughs> say six weeks. That's a relief. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, interesting. Jeez. Yeah. Anywho, guys, shout out to the SC Playbook Unlimited Group leaders. Patrick, coach of Daily Cherries, sitting third overall in Supercoach, killing it and leading our group. Second in our group is Raging Pole. Raging Pole, eh, maybe. <laughs> by James in fourth overall in Supercoach. So... We're charging up that leaderboard and we want to see someone take that out. If you do enjoy the SC Playbook podcast, do us a favour. Jump in and rate us wherever you listen to the podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify. Appreciate if you could leave a kind review on that. If you don't enjoy the podcast, don't like it, hate everyone on the panel, then just avoid it. Steer clear. We only want the good reviews. <laughs> just send me something on Twitter. Just send something on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, today's show, key takes from Team List Tuesday. Uh, it's negative. It's all negative. Disclaimer. <laughs> it's all bad stuff. Uh, Harv's conundrum will be the main topic today. Nathan Cleary gone, Dylan Brown possibly gone as well. It's just been thrown wide open. Where do we turn to? Hot topics. Is Dream the dream still a buy? Yes, he is. Another early uh, disclaimer. Scoop. We are also round 15 trade and skipper plans. Our listener questions. Let's get stuck into it. Team list Tuesday. Spy David Fafida. I was so close to selling him last weekend on Saturday. I had him pinned as a sell for a while and I held off it just because because of the uncertainty of the week. So that was the Saturday and I didn't know if Tyron Peachy was going to play, which he did not. I don't know if James Tedesco was going to back up, Nathan Cleary, all these players. So I'm like, you know what, he's an active number, he's a gun. Didn't sell him anyway, so be it. Copped a concussion in the 33 minutes he was on for his monstrous 16 points. Hmm. He'll now, so he's out this week, not named. He now misses round 15. He now misses round 16 he, due to origin. He'll miss round 19 due to origin. Break even 149. Is he a sell? Disclaimer I sold him before origin. So oh. that was lovely. Um, and then and you're on the weekend. Five, and you're only 5,000. I've made some good decisions. What's happening here? <laughs> <clears throat> Must be a culture issue. Um, and basically, I was watching the game, like, oh, he'd probably come on after 20 or 30, and then he wasn't on at halftime. Like, okay, he's playing 40 minutes. I was still pretty worried. I'm like, he'll go mad. Of course he will. He still wasn't on. I'm like, this is awesome. Ugh. He got 16 or something. Unbelievable. But I'm not convinced he's a sell because of all the other cards yeah. we're about to get to. Um, if you've got the trades and you can do it, sure. But I just think there might be bigger problems. Titans play a lot of the games after Origin. It's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Your thoughts? I get that, but <clears throat> he misses, obviously, the next two weeks. Yeah. The one bonus is that backing up from Origin, the Titans do play the Sunday in round 17 and 20, so it's the maximum possible turnaround. Yep. But there's every chance that he either rests <clears throat> those games or he plays off the bench again. He dead set could play like a game and a half in the next five weeks for them. I think my only issue with the sell is do you have the trades to do it because you want him back? 
So if we're talking about Cleary, Dylan Brown, Fafita, they're all blokes you want back in. That's mm. six trades straight away that you're using to get them back. So, uh, go on and back. So I'll go a little bit early on one of the topics and what we're going to talk about there, and it's that all these players that haven't been that are looming as cells now. Latrell Mitchell, David Fafida, Dylan Brown, who we'll get to more of shortly. There I'm not too concerned because I've got a few trades and so I did save a trade last week as well. But they're all still top dollar. So I'm yep. like they're all top dollar and they're all when they do return, whenever that might be, almost certainly going to drop some decent amount of cash. So I think in terms of bank, we're gonna bank. Add bank. Um, the other thing is you can get through round 16. You probably get through this round and round 16 with pretty unscathed and keep these guys potentially mm. or a few of them anyway. Then you've got to get through 17 and 18, of course. Round 19, you only need 13 players. So by that stage, maybe they're all back and you can hold on to one or two of these guys, maybe. Yeah. I I just, just, can you imagine he yeah. comes out after Origin 2 and <clears throat> gets named on the bench again? You're like, he could play 30 minutes. He could be like, like 600K. You probably you'd anticipate he would play 30, 40 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Julissa, what do you think? Um, I think he's probably, given that you've got to, um, you've got so many players that you've got to save trades mm. for, I think he's maybe, I understand what you're saying, that he's only maybe going to get some bench time, but I think there's other players where you're going to have to get You have to. Yeah. And I suppose that is the other thing, because, you know, let's say, you know, Nathan Cleary is obviously a sell. He's like, what, 850 or 860K. Yeah. So you're getting a lot of cash in bank there. Dylan Brown, he's over 800k as well. If he is in fact a sell, lots of money there. Any Latrell Mitchell owners, I know you're a Latrell owner. Mm. If he's a sell, all these players, it's not like they've plummeted too much. Mm. So I get that in that <clears throat> maybe Dave Fafita, who even if he does get benched, come around 17 or uh, sorry, yeah, 18, whatever it might be, you could potentially help. Anyway, AJ Brimson also back <clears throat> at the Titans. At the Canberra Raiders, Pasami Solo has been benched. To be honest, that looked like a trap from the word go. A bit of a, an interesting one at the Raiders. You'll love this. Maddie will love this as well. He's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's doing some work <coughs> over there, so we'll leave him be. But <clears throat> bit of mail that Elliot Whitehead is 50-50 to sort of play this week. <clears throat> if he doesn't, I'm hearing they are strongly considering Matt Frawley to six, Jack White into the back row. Love it. Oh, wow. Mm. That would be <coughs> revolutionary. Yeah, yeah very, completely revolutionary. Yeah. I kind of like it. Mainly just to see after <coughs> like 10 years of, gee, be a good lock. Yeah. yeah Let's have exactly. a look. Yeah, yeah, he's got that big body. I mean, he's kind of yeah. made for it. So <coughs> I'd yeah. hate to be a forward pack taking him <laughs> on in the middle. Yeah. yeah, so I'm ca- kind of keen to see it. Yeah. yeah, I sort of am too, yeah. So, may or may not eventuate. And look, they, with Corey Howard and Ira also out for about a month, they, they've all of a sudden become a little bit short on back rails. Corey Horse was being great there in the meantime, but obviously got Hutto Young will play one edge. They're probably looking at if Hutto does play Origin again as well. And, I mean, yeah, so anyway. Good luck talking Jack out of that if you put it in his head for one week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, get me yeah. in there. <laughs> The Raiders are an interesting one too because if Horsburgh gets you know called up to the Origin, which he's really close to, yeah. I mean that could also deplete them. And, and maybe that's what Ricky's thinking. If this does occur, that could be about to lose Corey Horsburgh, mm. could be about to lose Hudson Young again. Now the Raiders don't play around sixteen, but they play around nineteen. <coughs> but even backing up from Origin, mm. 
maybe they're just thinking we've got halves, but yeah. we're starting to run a little bit lighter on, on edge back rollers. Yeah. Make it happen, Sticky. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm a fan <laughs> of Matt Frawley too. I've, he's I've the man. Been, yeah, I think he's good. Yeah. So anyway, not uh, far from locked in at this stage, but do keep an eye for that if Elliot Whitehead isn't available this weekend. Spy, this is a significant one and significant, but also in a week of all the other stuff going on, it's almost insignificant. Ruben Garrick named it bloody centre again. Pain in the ass. He's like... Um, he's just so much better on the wing. <clears throat> Taking Supercoach bias out of this because he's way better on the wing in Supercoach than he is at centre, he's just a better winger. He is. He'll obviously get better at centre. I think Tommy will help his ball carries. It's not saying um, he's bad at centre. I yeah, just think he's from awesome a, on the From wing. a Supercoach-wise, yeah. I still think he's a chance to score some tries off Tommy. <clears throat> um, he'll probably get himself in the game a bit more than the last time he played centre. He didn't carry the ball much. But yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Does he... <laughs> like, I mean... I would generally consider sitting him, but it's a matchup against the Dolphins at Brookvale Oval. So the Dolphins who have got injuries, suspensions, all sorts of things going on. So it's still a good matchup. So I'll be playing him. Uh, but an interesting one when it comes to sit base starts for teams that do have a bit of depth at the mm-hmm. Dolphins. Valence Tafade yeah. has been named on the bench. I thought that Brent Coley was in all a uh, million to underplay this week. We think it was a hammy injury left the field with last week. So Tafade. Just bad for him to play on the bench because he's just going to get another low score in that. Tommy Gilbert is out long-term. Ray Stone named at Locke, who the last two weeks he scored really well in bigger minutes. So one to keep an eye on there. Jack DeBellin out. Gilbert's the season now. Is he season? Yeah. Yeah. So he has um, he has surgery on Monday. Yeah. Um, so he actually, when he dislocated his... Sh- this, this is disgusting if anyone's like queasy. <laughs> when he dislocated his shoulder, um, it actually fractured his bone. It like pulled a bit of the bone away. So Solid. Yeah, so I knew it was bad because he stopped in game. I'm like, mm. that, I was watching, like, that cannot be good. Yeah. Because he's the toughest yeah, man alive. Yeah, so he's a season. There you go. That sucks. Yeah. Poor fella. Poor old mm. Finn starting. Yeah, can't take a trick at the moment. No. So, all right. Spy Ray Stone. He's played big minutes the last two weeks, but there have been injuries <coughs> in game. Huge base the last two weeks. He's about 370k. So he does become an option. Obviously, the Dolphins don't play next week. 386k break even three. Last two weeks scores of 54 and 64. Basically in the exact same minutes with the exact same base. Would you consider him? I was about to say my gut says no until I looked at those stats. They're pretty good. We know yeah. he can tackle. Yeah. I'd, to be honest, I'd probably have to have a bit of a look at the Dolphins' rotation moving forward. Who's got to come back in? He's, maybe, he's a maybe, I guess. So I think at this stage of the year, I'd probably prefer trying to get guns in where I can. Well, if you need some cash. with all this cash that is coming... <clears throat> I've, I'm basically all in on points here. I'm happy yeah. with the cash in Go my hard. side. I don't need more, so I'm just looking at keepers and points. Yep, agree. Jack DeBellin out following a concussion on the weekend, so he obviously looms as, as a potential sell as well if you can't cover him the next week or two. Uh, but also, he will play around 19, you'd imagine, for the Dragons, so probably potentially a hold there. Uh, at the Bunnies, no Latrell Mitchell, no Cam Murray, but the injuries there aren't significant, but obviously they're trying to get back for Origin the following week. Saliva Havili is back in the side, which is great timing for them. So, Julissa, you're a Latrell Mitchell owner. Mm. Misses this week. Misses, that sucks also, like, missing these two amazing matchups for the yeah. Bunnies and for him, his high-scoring yeah. ceiling. Misses these two yeah. weeks, uh, hopefully, hopefully back for Origin the following week. I mean, it also means when he goes into Origin, he hasn't played for a month. Yeah, I chatted with Maddie this prior to the show, and I'm okay with it for Luttrell. 
because yeah, he's I not a big workrate player. The only player you would be okay with, yeah. that, right? for sure. Like yeah. he's not a big workrate player. Like he'll probably only have a handful of runs and yeah. score off every single one of those runs anyway. Yeah. And just to be impact, like if he was playing fullback and he did need to get through more work, be yeah. a concern. But goes in there, six on his yeah. edge, he'll be right. Yeah. I agree with you. I think he's probably he, he really is the only player where you could happily he'll put him right. in. Probably on like eight weeks, no footy, yeah. you'd be like he'd be fine. Just pick him <laughs> as long as he's fit. Yeah, that's it. Just on trail, I didn't cop for feeder score last weekend, but I was watching that Titans match, and I owned Latrell as well. Yeah, up until then, I ended up selling him. I was sitting there going, this could have been yeah. absolute yeah. carnage for Latrell yeah. in yeah. that game, and we missed one there. Yes. Are you thinking sell now this week or um, tempted to hold? Uh, I think I have to sell. Uh, yeah. I mean, I need to – this is where I need your expertise because um, I need to sell, but I'm I'm really torn about who I bring in. Who's your other fullback at the moment? Chance. Oh, Chance. Is yeah, good bloke vibes. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah he is, he is. My team has a lot of good vibes. A lot vibes. of Raiders good got. bloke vibes in this side, <laughs> yeah. isn't there? Yeah, he, he could be the top, the pick of them yeah. as well. I, you know, I was um, – but Chance did really well for me uh, at the start of the season. Mm. Um, and I'm I'm a big Chance fan. I wish we still had him at the Raiders, but that's another oh, no. story. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. It's not like we needed a fullback this year. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um do you have Dream the Dream? Dream Bullock? You don't. No, you're I don't. Full base. No. I reckon he's the man. So there was a question later on about him and whether or not he's still a buy, but we mm. can touch on it now while we do uh, – what's the team name, by the way? Uh, it's Croker. <laughs> what is it? Croker, Croker for Origin. Croker oh, for Origin. It. I think it's called Croker for Origin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dreams, yeah. Dream the Dream. Uh, love it. I oh. change it every year. It was cro- <laughs> it's Croker for Origin, I'm pretty sure. So – Jareen Buller is the gift that keeps on giving. He's 570k. He has back-to-back tons, break-even of negative 56. So there's a stack more money incoming. People that didn't get on him early, this is like proving a season-defining play. And there are no signs that said he was a must-have. So yeah. like you can see why people missed out on him. There's no knock on door. I bought him after his first price rise. So I missed the first 82k. He's now gone up 369k. Wow. Yeah. 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 He, he could be like 750k. In a couple of weeks, and oh, bit, sorry, okay, like you, you could nearly it's good tips. He, he might be like a sideway trade from him to say back to Latrell yeah. Mitchell post origin mm. or something like that. I was gonna so. say, I want to get my notes up now, <laughs> but then I realized we are recording. Yeah. <laughs> for, for me, Jaleesa, I think I got Buller last week. All right, I was okay. late to the party, but I don't regret it, and yeah, I still think you'd get him. He plays the bye okay. next week, Titans this week as well. Yeah, so I think you just get him, time. ride his cash, and then reassess <laughs> later, okay. As part of your rebuild. Yeah. I think you'll fit it well. <laughs> My uh, rebuild. <laughs> I reckon he's the man. So at the Panthers, Nathan Cleary out six weeks, it sounds like. Mm. So Sal, we'll get to more on him later. Jack Cogger comes into the half. Still no Sonny Luke at the Panthers. Jacob Kiraz named for the Doggies. Spy, he was a laid out last week from an injury at training and hyperextension with the elbow, I believe it was. You'd just give it one week and see how he comes back, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, you can grab him this week, but I think it'd be nice just to see how he's looking and how the doggies are looking heading into their bot. Well, they'll play next week on the buy, so yeah. I don't mind. If you want to grab him now, you can, but happy to wait. Yeah, so I think we'll wait on him and then Bulldogs have, have availability round. They play around 16 and 19, so he looks a terrific buy, but I think that the break even isn't, isn't too high, so I think wait till next week. Regan Campbell-Gillard back early for the Eels, which is just paraneded him. Potentially a sneaky one for the Blues. Probably a bit soon, but we are, which is mm. we need middles. Jaleesa, Dylan Brown. Mm. 
I believe he's going to court or something or other tomorrow yep. to sort out his uh, shenanigans. What do you got for us? Um, well, <laughs> he's obviously been named, mm. but then there's he's not part of the automatic stand down policy, um, but there's still that discretion there from the NRL because of the offend, any alleged offence that involves women or children. Yeah. So he could still be ruled out. Um, I imagine maybe they're waiting till, till it goes yeah. to court tomorrow for that first appearance. So, yeah, um, it's a hard one for Supercoach um, to decide what to, to do. But, um, yeah. It's I reckon we'll know by Friday. It's well, I mean, we should, oh, yeah, we should I imagine know, like, you post court. Yeah. I imagine. Well, I think logistically, because then the eels <coughs> have to sort out what they're yeah. Yeah. what they're doing. So, so um, we'll know what's happening. Yeah. So yeah, essentially, hope we'll have to find out by the end of the week. One would imagine, but Spider eight fifteen k is owned by a big, big percentage of super coaches. But I think it's as simple as if he plays this week, you obviously hold. <coughs> And if he's ruled out, again, we'll, we'll reassess word, but probably yourself. I'd probably go anything, say, for example, he had a two or three week suspension, I'd keep him. Anything more than five, you'd sell him. Something along those lines. But okay. Yeah. yeah hold I don't mind and, holding him for a few weeks. Hold and reassess information later on <coughs> in the week. Now, let's get stuck into the halves because Nathan Cleary gone long term. Dylan Brown looming as a sell. Straight away, my head went to Mitchell Moses. He just looked, ticks every box just about. But then I read a story a report that, uh, I don't know if it was directly Freddie or someone within around the camp saying that Mitchie Moses is in the frame for Nathan Cleary's number seven spot. And there are just so many issues around the half spot for Supercoach at the moment because Moses isn't a buy if he plays Origin, essentially, I don't think. The other thing is that if Nico Hines... I think Nico Hines plays seven for the Blues, surely. But he may not. If he doesn't, and let's say they do go with Adam Reynolds or they go with Mitchie Moses, I think it showed last game that Nico Hines was not a great selection at number 14 because he really covers fullback and the halves. So I would not be surprised to see Nico miss out on Blues selection if he's not starting half. I reckon Matty Burton comes in and plays 14. I think it could actually have ramifications, not just for your halves, but also um, if you put, say, Nico in and then there's that bench space, they could put Damian Cook Mm. on the bench too. So that's another... Or maybe there's Adam Reynolds. Um, Like, it's such a hard one because I think (coughs) Moses is probably the most unlikely option to play for the Blues. Yeah. I think Adam Reynolds, Nico Hines, uh, looking like... The the most likely, yeah. And then potentially then Damian Cook comes in yeah. as their hooker, uh, which makes which a genuine hooker on the bench then you've yeah. got. Which, brings, which we missed. <laughs> yeah, which brings yeah. Cody Walker into calculation. Exactly. So it's like... There's so much to unfold. Yeah, there's yeah. so much. Because so <laughs> yeah. then, then you, if you like your combinations, well, then you, do you go, okay, yeah, Adam Reynolds, Cody Walker and Cook, and then Hines misses out yeah. completely. I find it hard to believe that Hines would miss out altogether. Yeah. I think he's... Yeah, there pretty, somewhere. Yeah, he's there somewhere. So, so, and that's it. So, like, I mean... <clears throat> For anyone that doesn't own Cody Walker, if there wasn't the origin risk, he'd probably loom as probably the obvious buy, but he's right in that origin frame. Yeah. So the Bunnies don't play round 16 anyway, to be fair, but they, if he was to get picked, he'd likely miss round 19 due to origin. Mm. Then the Bunnies have the buy in round 20. He's top dollar. 
Is it worth it? The fact that the Bunnies are humming along, they've just seen two players go down injured, along with the Troll Mitchell, who had a little calf tweak. They don't really need to risk players backing up from Origin. It'd be interesting to see their thought process go yeah. post-Origin mm. too. Just quietly, everyone's going to panic after Nath as well. I think you'll see <laughs> way more restings post-Origin. Yes. After that hammy, it just would not shock me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah true. The Rabbitohs <coughs> in particular, they have a very um, conservative approach this year where if I've noticed like with Latrell, they just will not risk him. In Good, any kind yeah. of, which yep. is great because they're obviously looking at the premiership. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they're very conservative in resting people if they've got any kind of niggle because yep. they don't have to risk it at the moment. For sure, not at all. That's the luxury <coughs> of being up top of the table. So, Spy, the way I'm looking at it is <sighs> so much uncertainty. So, like, there's a question from Samuel Shambri, and he says, Hey, Legends, is it viable to wait on selling Cleary this week? My knee-jerk reaction would be to sell to Moses, but also think I could wait and see who makes Origin or not. Is, or is halfback a position you want to capitalise on every week? I have Hines and Cleary. Cheers. What do you think? Could you hold Cleary a week? Oh, well, I probably am. Mm. Uh, I don't mind the idea. We'll know Origin teams. When do we find our Origin teams? Um, next, they go into camp next Tuesday. So this Sunday so we'll night, Monday. By next week, we'll know Origin teams and we can plan the whole next month of everything. I think you hold Cleary, sell Brown. But even then, if you could hold both, if you've got a strong 17, you can make your moves next week on all this. So so why I'm sort of thinking I'll probably wait. It's One issue is that I've got Phoenix Crossland as my backup half, who was actually unreal his last game two weeks ago for the Knights. However, some really fortunate attacking stats came his way. But he played 80 minutes hooker, based well, but Kurt Mann's also back in the yeah. fray there. So, look, I don't really want to play him. But he, he's a solid plug anyway. But I just – I don't want to go early and not be able to get Nico next week if potentially he's available. Yeah. So, like, let's say I got Mitchie Moses for Nathan Cleary and then I got – I was eyeing maybe someone like Jerome Hughes this week as my backup half to – well, to go in with Phoenix Crossland. But then if I was selling, say, Dylan Brown and Phoenix went down to the halves, it could just, you could potentially miss out on Nico. But it's just I reckon if I was you, I'd buy Mitch. In the unlikely event Mitch gets named instead of Nico, Mitch could potentially score 100 this week versus the Dogs, Monday Arvo, make about 90k, then you can flip him for Nico for basically one trade next week. Uh, mm. And if Mitch doesn't get named for Origin, then you've already got him and his break-even's very low. That's the, the other thing. thing I was thinking is <clears throat> I've got good numbers for next week and I've got a shit ton of money in the bank. So I'm thinking I could just go Phoenix Cross and straight to Nico and not Ooh, play. For, yeah. Like it. It's, it's about 500k, but yeah. in saying that, Phoenix is going to make good money this week. So maybe that's the play. I feel like this, this convo shows you how much is... Potentially yeah, going to yeah. change. That's why it's the hot topic. Sit on your heels. Yeah. Sit on your heels yeah. if you can. What That's are you for thinking? Me. I'm thinking I'll hold. I've got, I own Nico still, so I can play Nico. So I'm mm. sweet. But I'm going to hold Cleary for sure, unless I get word that Mitch isn't playing because I want him for that yeah. Monday game. <laughs> um, and then I'd probably sell Brown pending his news. I'd sell Brown before Cleary. Put it like that. Yeah. yeah. Jaleesa. Who do you have in your halves? You got Adam Reynolds at halfback. I've got Adam. I've got a. Um, I've got halves that could really bring me undone in Origin. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker. So it, uh, Cody Walker's my five eight. So so they could go whack yeah, and pick exactly. both. Exactly, <laughs> they could just pick them yeah. both, and um, and then I'm a bit um, 
bit stuffed. You yeah. must have trades up the sleeve after your I've early, got so many early season blow up. Here's yeah. the benefits right I've now. Got, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do have trades up my sleeve, so I'm not worried about the trades. I'm yeah. just um, yeah. I <laughs> You've probably got about five more boosts than I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the way I'm sitting on it. At the moment, uh, I sort of touched on it there, but waiting on Dylan Brown, I've also got the, uh, for a lot of Jay Manu owners out there, if Brown does become a sell by the back end of this week, can I just go Joey Manu up to 5'8 as well if there's a CT dub or even potentially via Jules a fullback that you were keen on? So options there. Uh, but yeah, the, the way I'm, and it's good to speak through it, Spy, because I'm thinking maybe, I'm, I'm with you, Jaleesa, that... I don't think Mitchie Moses plays Origin, even with the talk around it. I don't think there's enough justification in... Um, like, I think if you're going to go for someone who has made their case, you're going to go for Nico Hines. Mm. If you're going to go for combinations, you're going to go for that mm. Rabbitohs combination. So I just don't think there's enough of a case yeah. to overrule either of those. It might be controversial, but I actually really think Mitch should play. But I'm not Freddie, so don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> there's more discussion around that off-air. Um, there is one... Sorry, yeah. No, you go, mate. Just on, there's nothing you can do, right? I, I've done a little trade with Brown here. If your Schuster's in your back row, you can flick him yeah, back up 5'8". Yep. Then next week, you can decide who your 5'8 would be and flick Schuster back up. So you can jig things around a little bit there if you want. So there's a few back rows that I'm keen on this week, and that's another option that I've got up the sleeve. So it's, yeah. Then decide your 5'8 later. Just on, Mitchie Moses, 760k, break even 14. The Eels draw there. The Doggies this week, Manly next week with out all of Manly's origin stars. Then the Dolphins, who are a little bit depleted at the moment, <laughs> round 17. They play round 19 as well, following their round 18 bye, where they're the only team on the bye, yeah, so you can cover right. it. Round 19, the Warriors, who will be at full strength, Titans, Cowboys. It's just a, such a good draw. So I think it's eel season. I may go early on him just with his low break even. Yeah. And just hope he doesn't get picked. Yeah. Anyway, decisions to make. Uh, moving on to Paddy and George from Morgan's Choice SCW. Yeah, well, my boys. Good. Yeah, They've good. missed you. Yeah, I know. I've missed them. Yeah. You know what, Spy? Over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. This means that for a lot of you out there, you haven't felt the impacts of all the consecutive rate rises that have been dominating the media talk lately. I've spoken with Patty and George about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. Don't even know if it's related, but there was another rate rise this afternoon. Saw that. Could have been. Mm. Yep. In which case... People will be in all sorts. So what do you do about it? You go and see Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. You can save the repayments. Mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra $737 per month. A lot of extra money you have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, go and see Paddy and George. You'll save yourself $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you do get in contact to do that. Flip them a message on Instagram at Pat and George, George Mortgage Choice, all one word, or call them on 02-9521-1611 today. All that plus their emails and whatnot at scplaybook.com.au in our articles. Now, hot topics of the week, the most traded in players. Uh, this will have jigged around a bit due to the hectic team news that hasn't quite been updated, but number four, Keon Koloa Matungi, 614k, break even 42. Jaleesa, I'll start with you because it's another one that, I would be waiting because he's not going to make that much money this week anyway. He was brilliant on the weekend, but he had that dream matchup running at Jaden Cam where he ran over the top yeah. of him. Mm. 
But he's another one that's got to be in the origin frame, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, you would think so. It's funny. Um, it's So this is what I find really hard um, sometimes about Supercoach is that you can get a little lured into a player just having one really good Ooh, yeah. run, or run. And I think that that's the mistakes that I have made in my very short time doing it. Um, so Harley Smith-Shields had a big game in this Wales <laughs> Cup. And you're like, in. I saw him named at fullback and I went, yes. <laughs> in the trial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you've got against Harley. I love Harley. I just, I was, I was like, what's Harley just, done to you? Just because I, I, was, I was waiting to see your team thinking he's better looking I, I, than him. I, I was thinking, I bet there's going to be j- just a little bit. I was like, I bet there'll be some ke- a bit of a shade of green in this. And when I saw Harley, I was like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think he is one of those that maybe people have got a, a little excited about. Yeah. So doesn't play sixteen or twenty. So I think yeah. it's just to wait till around seventeen, see how the Blues are looking. Uh, I think it could be a bit early for him. Jaleesa, I think you're spot on, though. I think it's just chasing last week's points. For yeah. a bloke also coming off injury prior to that. Yes, so. true. Uh, now, moving on to the next most traded in player of the week. Boys, oh, boy, shit, there's a habit there. <laughs> boys and girls. <laughs> boys and girls. Can you, can you been a lot of blokes in this panel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean Johnson. We didn't mention him in halfbacks, but 642k. <laughs> 127 points last week, 71 point average for the season. Spy doesn't play round 16 for the Warriors, but I think we're all pretty well covered for round 16. So round 19 where the Warriors do play. Hard to even think about Sean Johnson. Yeah, he's humming. Yeah, he is. What is their... Now, I was about to say, what does their draw look like? Is that something that you take into account as an expert? Because I do all the time. Yeah. Big time. Especially yeah. halfbacks, yeah. Yeah. And goal kicker. Yeah. So, okay. like, Mitch... Because I've always <clears throat> been doing that, and then I feel like, man, is that a, is that a bit of a trap, though? So, mainly with backline players. Mm. So, if you're looking at forwards who have their big work, big work rates and, you know, you buy them and they're, they're guns and supercoach off the back of yeah. tackling a lot, running a lot, you know, having some tackle breaks, offloads, they're, you know, if they're on a side that have got an easy matchup and they're going to put on points, can often be counterproductive to scoring because... Let's take Isaiah Papali two weeks ago, for example, when okay. the Tigers put on 66 against the Cowboys. Mm. He scored, like, really poorly just because he didn't get in any of the attacking stats yeah. from that game. They somehow yeah. went around him. Yeah. And because there was less ball in play with all the tries and stoppages, he got through less work, so he scored really poorly. Yeah. But as a backline player, attacking stats yeah. are everything. Yes, so when we right. mentioned Mitch Moses before and his draw, you're like – they're games where he can go 100 plus in every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, because obviously, I mean, you take it into account when you're looking at buys and all that kind of thing. But I often take their opposition into account, and then I wonder <coughs> if I'm being lured into a bit of a trap of my own. So I'll give you another example on that, and this is the Newcastle Knights, two players that I have been watching for a little bit. And it's Caelan Ponga and Greg Marju. Now I was really keen to get Marju into my team as the Knights play next week, the second major buy round. Then mm. I looked at their draw: the Broncos this week at Suncorp, full strength; the Roosters next week on the buy round. Who Roosters will be missing a few, not horrible, yeah. but still hard enough. Into the Panthers at Bluebet Stadium in Penrith the week after. So I see a draw like that. I'm like, yeah, like they that. could be real shutouts yeah. for the Knights and two yeah. players who require attacking stats. So um, what did the what do the Warriors look like? I'm actually now contemplating. So Sean the Johnson. Warriors. There. While you look, I'll tell you my thoughts on SJ. Mm. So SJ is my favourite ever footballer. Yeah. Probably alongside... What? Yep. Yeah. Probably alongside <laughs> Nathan Blacklock. 
different ears, but I like... With all respect to SJ, I, I haven't heard anyone yeah. say that. So I followed fanboy. him for his younger years and before, up till he broke his ankle in about 2017. Oh, and then you were like, I'm done. No, nah, <laughs> then I just got heartbroken because <laughs> right. it was never the same until this year. I... I personally cannot bring him in because I don't want to jinx him. I'm actually really, really? Super, I'm really superstitious, right. and it'd kill me if I brought him in and he hurt himself this week. So I'm really? not even looking at him. That is so wild. you guys can discuss. I'm, okay. I'm not okay, touching. So I'm not touching him. I'm just enjoying the ride. Okay. Yeah. So draw wise, rage yeah. this week. On any other given week, I'd be like, rage defense has been a bit leaky of late. Yeah. I think the rage is going to be so. I, Going to the game this weekend, I think the stadium is going to erupt for Croke. Mm. I just think they will be on the Raiders. You, you're going? I'm going. Same. You're going? Yeah, I've yeah. got the day off on Friday. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 D- defensively, the Raiders this week should be phenomenal. Like, yeah. How yes. could they not be So up don't love that matchup this week. Bye next week. Dragons, Rabbitohs, Parramatta around 19. So, so Rabbitohs and Paras are it's, tough ones. It's okay. I don't mind para. I think they're a little bit leaky, but yeah. South is tricky. I think that's an okay run that mm. personally I'd look at and go, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Mm. I'm just neutral on yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe SJ. Join yeah, the fan well, club. He's, I mean, he's got a good little price there. Yeah, he is. Played so good on the weekend. Oh, it's so good to see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I it was can't a good quite believe it. For you. It's like when Rafa Nadal won the Aussie Open last year. I was like, yeah. he's actually going to win it. Well, he's going to win it. I thought he was dead and buried. That was the same feeling. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, so right. I didn't bet on Nadal either because I yeah, can't right. do it to him. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, you are superstitious. <laughs> he's an odd man, Julissa. I don't. You get used to it, but don't worry. <laughs> uh, two that were really. I'm pretty keen on this week, and I'm keen to get both of your thoughts on them. And it's the number six most traded in John Bateman, $642,000, break-even 11. Number seven, Britton Nicara, 702k, break-even 90. Both relatively similar in that I think Bateman has the better base stats, the work rate. Uh, Nicara, his work rate's been good this season, improved in recent years, a bit more attacking upside, particularly the Sharks, who, speaking of draws, they have a terrific draw. Mm. Spy, I'll start with you. Uh, do you, are you interested in either of these two? If so, which one? I'd love both, to be honest. I had yeah. a good look at them before. Nicker is just flying, getting better and better. Combo with Hines is fantastic. Sharks run home. I don't think there's many buyers. I think he's just a lock-in season keeper, so I really like him. Play, Sharks play around 16 and 19. <coughs> those two major buy weeks. Yeah, which is magic. They missed 17. Um, so just for everyone listening, round 17 is a little bit tricky again. Bit so tricky. just be aware of that if you're stacking up guys from Sharkies, round 17. dogs, tigers on the buy. Yeah, so Bateman's in the same boat. Um, I really like him. His work rate's huge. He spent some time in the middle last week, which will have him even That's busier. Huge. So, so when we talk about – sorry to cut you off, but – Last week, the super pods on, on the podcast were Adam DeRussi had uh, John Bateman. I had Isaiah Papali'i. I still think they're both good buyers, to be honest. Mm. And Papali'i is a lot cheaper. But Bateman played something like the last 30-odd minutes in the middle, which, which is, is so big for work rate. And Spy, you the ties very closely. <laughs> Edge back rise outside Luke Brooks. It ain't a go. I don't know if Brooksy's... Best asset is putting his back row in space. Yeah. Let's put it like that. Mm. So, whereas Bateman, he finds his own ball. You yeah. don't have to worry about who's playing where or what's happening. He just gets his hands on the footy and goes. And his tackle count is massive every week. So, I think Bateman's a rock-solid buy for someone like Nicker, who is still really solid, but a little bit more high and low. So, do you prefer yeah. who of the two? I'm probably going to take Nicker, but only just. There's yeah. not much in it. Yeah. 
Jalissa? Well, Bateman, this is maybe a little bit controversial, but um, I am avoiding anyone over the, par- over the next few weeks who's – when you're having to trade blokes in and out because of origin, I'm avoiding any injury risk. Fair. So, and I don't want to jinx him, so it's yeah. – um, um, Not a bad strategy by any means. He's though. been a little bit – you know, he's had those issues at the start of the season and uh, yeah. a few niggles here and there. I – would probably just avoid him for that reason. And I'm, I'm inspired as more superstition, but I'm, I know he's trying to have this year, but I'm in the similar boat for Sean Johnson. I'm just like, for a bloke that doesn't play the next major bye week with his injury history, I'm just a little bit hesitant to do it. So Johnny Bateman, as you said, he was in all sorts starting this season. Like yeah. He just looks so underdone, but he is looking fitter. And, and yeah. On the flip side, he might just be getting better and better because he is getting healthy. Mm. So Maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tino for Suomalawi seven. Just quickly, you don't like him because he left the Raiders. You won't bring him I in. I won't talk about yeah. that. <laughs> that's well, okay. I had a little jab. I think he had a jab at the Raiders on yeah. the Matty John show. I, I think that's enough reason not to bring him John in. Show? No, I didn't oh, say it well, this way. They yeah. said, uh, "Would you ever move to Canberra?" He just straight up yeah. said no, and I went. Yeah, stuff him. Keep me out of your side then. Yeah, you, you don't need him. He's done. Everyone else, go Look, for I it. like John Bateman, but uh, <laughs> I will hold a grudge. I like Fair John enough. Bateman, but also he's dead to me and I'm never speaking of him again. Uh, Tino for Sue Malawi. I just thought... I wanted Tino. I can't afford him. Can you fix that? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you've got... We probably can. You've got... Um, Latrell? Latrell. Yeah, Latrell. So you you Latrell. I can't trade Latrell. I can't date Latrell for Tino. You've... I've got to make I, a few I haven't moves. checked, but I'm nearly willing to bet that you've got five boosts left. I do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it Actually, work. Actually, no, I've yeah. got four. Four. Four, yeah. Okay, so I can, if you want to use one of them this week, do that. And so you can go... And do a bit of Jenga. You can go, yeah, plenty of Jenga. Trail down yep. to Buller. That'll mm. free up about three, 350K-ish. Yeah. Uh, and that should give you the bank to go to get Tino in if you want. I will say that I don't like the buy. <clears throat> because oh. just because he's so expensive and the top <laughs> look, you, you're obviously okay. focusing more on the head to head side of things, yep, rather than the overall, which is sweet. So, as an overall buy, definitely not. I don't have a good long term, s- this again mm. says a lot about me as a person. I don't have a good long term <laughs> strategy. <laughs> oh, you sit next to the right bloke in the spy, he's got his trades planned for 2027. No, I've, I've stopped this year, that's a myth. I'm too, yeah, bu- I'm I'm too busy in life term. now. I'm just freewheeling. I'm a short term, like I want the instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that brings me unstuck. So the That's Titans it. don't play round. The draw's actually all right. It's good for head-to-head. Yeah. Good for a head-to-head player, mm. which is you. Mm. So, yeah, he'll obviously miss next week in round 19, but you don't really care if you lose those weeks. Outside of that, though, he actually doesn't miss any, yeah. any pending backups. The first thing <laughs> I wrote on Tino was no, and then I looked, I'm like, hang on, he actually head-to-head. played 60 minutes on the weekend, though. Mm. Yeah. Gone ton ton, he's firing. He so. didn't play huge minutes in Origin either, so it's like maybe he, does he back might just outside those buy rounds, which you can cover him for. Yeah, I don't mind him. It's just risky. I had for Tino early, and I got rid of him, mm. which is annoying because he was doing well for me. Again, <laughs> good, good, no, good strategy. Uh, Jake Turpin, number fourteen, most traded in two hundred sixty-six k break even three. Brandon Smith out for. How is Cheese going forward? Uh, round 19 is due back on NRL Casward, so it's it's not that long. It's, it's four or five weeks. Just means you got to use two trades to get him mm. in then back out. I don't like it for that reason. I'm interested in most traded in Cook. So he's 13th most traded in. I'm, yeah. I'm interested in that. Because Madness. Of, yeah. Origin. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do it. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you can spot that easy, don't do it. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'm with you. I, I wouldn't be trading in Cookie and the Bunnies don't play next week anyway. Yes. So just Turpin, like Sandon Smith came off the bench as well on the weekend, so he didn't play maximum minutes. I think he's okay, but I, I don't love him. But you need two trades because you're not going to run him as backup or yeah. Gordon Cheese as back. I just, I, unless you need like people, cash. So, so people be going and say Sonny Luke to yeah. him. Or I'd rather just find the cash for Sonny to someone else. Who's going to play all year? Reed Marnie has also been named. Now, he's had two bad weeks because he's been battered and bruised. He's the 10th most traded out currently. But the Doggies play around 16 and 19. There's no value in him at the price. No way in a million years do you sell Reed. He's, um, yeah. He's, even if he doesn't play this week with the head knock, he'll be back, plays 16, 19, does mm. miss round 17, but he's cheap as chips. I've owned him for a large part of the season. He's pretty good. He's busy at that price. He'll get you through to around 20 or something and then reassess after that. In the most traded out category, Zach Hosking, look, he's not... I've got him. Talk to me. Give me your, your thoughts. Hold, for sure. Yeah, just till after round yeah. 16. Plays next week where there'll be no Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo. He'll play 80 minutes. I'm pretty confident. He could that. have a big week yeah. in that round 16, yeah. And his minutes the last two weeks, so his work rate's been down a bit. There's been no attacks, but he's still playing 63 minutes. Like, it's not bad. Yeah. So even if you don't play him in his 17 this week, I think that's fine. Yep. But hold till next week, flip him after round 16. Yeah, he's not going to lose too much cash now, so I, I agree. I like the hold on him. Julissa, Billy Smith, fifth most traded out, 386 grand. He's killed me two seasons in a row, Billy. He, like, he killed those first two weeks, traded him in, got excited about it. So do you still have him? I've it? still got him. I'm holding oh. till next week because the Roosters play, but he's just he's not doing it. Again. You know what? He was centimetres from two bits of magic on the weekend. He offloaded mm. out the back and the winger dropped it. Yeah. He made a try assist, line break assist. Off a scrum, he pinned the ears and they just grabbed him. He would have yeah. scored under the posts. I think he's got a score coming. Yeah. Just hold for now at that price. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say uh, I would say trade him, except that the price is so low. Yeah. That it kind of doesn't make sense. He's right. Like, you just... I'd be very reluctant to play him in my 17 against this week against Penrith, but mm. I'm with you, Spire. I think there's another good score in there somewhere, and he plays round 16. So His hold ball for carry that. is so strong. I think he's got some points <laughs> Hold in for that and reassess after. Yeah. You can sell him after, no dramas if you need to, but yeah. What about Tyrone Peach is an interesting one because, again, Penrith play next week, round 16, where you think he maybe comes in, but... Trell and Turbo, probably the origin centres, so Stephen Crichton may not be in origin, which means Peach might not have a spot. Yeah, or a bench spot. I don't mind selling him. I'm going to, to wait and just... Hold if you see. can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're probably not missing a heap if you have no, to get rid of him now. The better SC playbook, multi of the week, Jared Croker, of course. 40-plus official fantasy points. And any time try scorer. I thought you were going to say 40 plus points I was in the game. Say, I was like, load up. Yeah. <laughs> 20 from 20. Why not? Five tries. Uh, now, Rude look, if they stop him. <laughs> I don't actually have uh, the odds to that one yet. Better. I haven't got back to me. So hold strong on that one, but we will get the odds up and put it out across our social media channels. To follow along with that play, you can find the link to better in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or in our YouTube description. By going through those channels that lets better know that we sent you, so that'd be much appreciated if you are linking up with them. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Round 15, trades and skippers. Spy, I'll start with you, mate. What do you got? I've noted two down here. One's Cleary to Mitch Moses, as we discussed. Mm. Just want to see how the, the waters are going in that sense later in the week and see if Freddie gives any hints. I've got to find something out. He won't, but I might take the pun early on that. Otherwise, just Dylan Brown penning that news to, to Nicara. I could do both. Julius, you've done, uh, you've done plenty of origin camps. You could be the go-to for this. Oh, what, into getting the scoop? Yeah. Well, they don't go into camp till next Tuesday, though, uh, so I can't true. help you this time. But um, I would, <laughs> I would get Moses into, I would get Moses into your side because I, I just don't think he's going to be feature in Origin. I think that's probably maybe I'm playing it a little bit too safe, but I think that's the safest okay. bet that you're going to make. Fair there enough. You go. Noted. Skippers. Uh, skippers. Buller into Nico. Yeah, Buller's got the Titans. Th- oh, it's Thursday night. It's always like low scoring Thursday nights, we seem to think. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's just like this. Well, might, it might be, might be a myth. It's unless a, de- it's a Desi t- Creek unless thing. Unless it's the Titans who can't defend. But he has like 30 carries. There's just not many great options. Yeah. I don't think it matters what happens. I'll be captaining Nico. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah. Uh, I captained Reynolds, but. Yeah, so that was an interesting one. Okay. I like it this you week. You do? Okay, because yeah. that's what I wanted feedback on. You know what? On, on nearly any other week, mm. I wouldn't. But I just thought the whole origin, like playing for a spot, mm. could lift. And I just think the Broncos are playing such good footy. Yeah. They're full strength. They're back at Suncorp. The Knights have been certainly better this season, but their defence is still pretty leaky. Yeah. I think Broncos could put a score on. Yeah, right. 5.30 okay. games, good for that as well. Should be nice and dry up at Suncorp. Yep, mm. good. Yeah, I don't mind and, it. Uh, how do we go with trades there? So I'm, I'm feeling well, boost Well, no, I'm vibes. waiting for you to fix it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So trail to Buller. <laughs> okay. Trail to Buller. Okay. Who else do we have in there? Do, uh, do you reckon put Buller in the starting side and put Chance on the bench or? Depends who you want to cap. Well, you'll be captaining uh, Adam Reynolds. Rel- they're relatively early in the round. Buller's first up, so you can just play him yep. at fullback. Play Chance off your bench. Find a way to get Tino in for you if you like him. Yeah, yep. well, that's, that'll free up my money. Yeah, get, t- uh, get Tino in. And then in. maybe Cleary to SJ. Yeah. That could be your three. Yeah. Yeah, done. SJ or Moses. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't go S- – you can't tell me to go SJ after you, you're going to jinx him. I can tell others to. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't do <laughs> it. I just though. can't do it. Right. <laughs> for the Kuma Stallions, David Fafita. I reckon I'm going to flip him. I'm getting rid of him. Yep. It pissed me off watching him on the weekend and not oh back, and, and just not back in my gut. So I was like, yeah, yeah. stuff it. Yep. If he does that again post-Origin and like he comes off the bench, I'm like, see ya. Poor bloke's got a concussion. He's been so good to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ruthless you, on this pod. And you're just giving it to yeah, him. Yeah, well, look, we have high standards of the Stallions, so. <laughs> the feet are gone and then I'm tossing up between John Bateman and Britton Nicara. I think I'm leading towards Nicara just for that attacking upside. I, I want a piece of the Sharks, and I think he's probably the man. The other thing is, I mean, you touch on injury risk. I think there is a bit with Bateman, although he's coming good. forgot to touch on earlier, but this week I really want, because I'm flipping someone like Nathan Cleary, I'm potentially flipping Dylan Brown at some stage, Dave Fafita, blokes I'm going to want back. I, I don't want too many just origin period buys that I'm going to need to flip later. I want keepers. You'll get keepers where you can. 100%. So Ronaldo Mulitalo is also on my radar probably mm-hmm. for next week. Yep. But, yeah, so I'm probably leaning towards Nicker at this stage. And then I think uh, I liked the chat, both of you chat around Mitchy Mose and just going clear to him. If Nico does have me available next week, Phoenix to Nico. Nice. Yeah. Captains, VC, Dream Buller, 
See Cody Walker. Day game against the... Who have they got? Uh, Dragons. Dragons. Three o'clock Saturday. Yep. Like it. Dangerous. Like it. Few list of questions before we wrap it up for NRL Supercoach round 15. Jalissa, slow <laughs> Hank. Is it considered cowardly to, un- cowardly to uninstall the app? No. <laughs> you're, knowing, you're knowing your worth. <laughs> yeah. And if you have, you know, you've had a bad run... Just uninstall. Cut ties early. Make plans for next. Yeah, you know, I'll give my take on this. I'm I'm an advocate for mental health and doing what you need to do. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question from name cannot be blank. Do you think holding Valley is a bad move? I was considering it before the 150, but now I'm pretty convinced that he's a hold. 18 trades left before this week's trades, and Cleary and Hosking, who I think need to go first, and potentially a Dylan Brown sized hold too. Uh, I mean, sounds like I've done a lot of whingy on this episode, but that's all right. It's, it's because of the ins and outs <laughs> and what's happened on the weekend. But uh, sold Val before the Origin week because I thought it was a smart move. Yeah. Like he's missing three or four weeks. Yeah. I was so patient with him all season when everyone else sold, and then he gets 150 the week after Origin. Yes. Spy, he'll miss this week. He'll miss round 16. <clears throat> Could you hold? Oh, I would after the 150. Just mm-hmm. ride his cash. Yep. I think he's just proven that he's definitely a keeper for the run home. I'm sure you can get by without him this week and next week when you need 13 players. Yeah, I'd be holding him for sure. Julissa, a question from Leroy. Will Dylan Edwards be affected by Cleary being out? Dylan, who a lot of people jumped on last week at over 800k, mm, it was a lot of money. And he scored really poorly last week. So he's dropping in cash. Roosters game this week, which, I mean, I think they pumped him. Was it earlier this season? What, 40 <laughs> yeah. or 50 on them or something? So. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it as a bad matchup. Edwards is one that I'm potentially eyeing off next week and maybe going Teddy to Dylan Edwards. Uh, how do you think Dylan Edwards goes with Cleary out? Yeah, I, I actually had this chat with someone today. We were talking about um, Dylan Edwards <laughs> and potential of when, if he ever gets an mm. origin crack. And it's funny with these players where they're in such a good team, you almost need to see them without those players yeah. surrounding to see. Oh, it's intriguing. Yeah, it really is. It's an um, opportunity for him, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, it really is for him to either stand up or, or yeah, I guess I go a bit quiet. But I think it's one of those ones where you're not going to go chasing him, but if you had him, I wouldn't be concerned. Yeah. Spy? Yeah. I think I, you've nailed it. Spot on. I don't think I'd chase him just yet. Just that combination with Cogger. He hasn't played with him before. Mm. I think the combination is more than how good Dylan can be. It's yes. probably the issue there. So hold for now. Don't mind it next week, depending how things go this weekend. Yeah, big break even, but certainly one, yeah, considering for, for next week. Question from Luke Richardson. Tommy Turbo a throw at the stumps for a trade-in. Negative break even. At home against an understrength Dolphins, high ceiling captain option. Knows he plays Origin, but could partner Buller up for the rest of the season. Spyro, to you, mate. Uh, <coughs> plays this week. He said it's a great matchup this week. He's coming off his last NRL Supercoach game was that monster against the Raiders. Throw out the stumps <coughs> or not? No, not for me. Just having a look here. Plays this weekend. Assuming he won't play the Origin round. Won't back up. Plays the Roosters round 18. Origin won't back up. That's two games between now mm. and round 21. Also, the Dolphins, since when are they an easy matchup? I think I'm actually looking at the odds of this game. I don't know how they're 3-1. to one. Load up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could be a tight one at Brookie. Tommy could go well, but for what it's worth, for two games in the next six or seven, not for me. Question. Tommy yeah? is a um, 
a risk in the foreseeable future, mm. either with Origin or how he pulls up from <laughs> Origin mm. as well. And every chance of getting rested after Origin too. Very three. much so, yeah. In fact, I would be surprised. I'll be surprised if he backed up with yeah. his body. Question, Jalissa from uh, who we got? Luke, uh, not Lukey. Paul Capes need to offload Tom Gilbert in the front row. Already have Hass and Tarpany. Yeah. Would Torhu Harris or Corey Horsburgh be the better option? Oh, well, Corey Horsburgh, <laughs> you have to look going forward, I guess, after. I I'm still feel like Corey Horsburgh is going to find his way into origin yeah. somehow. So I'm not a fan of uh, taking on Corey Horsburgh just purely for that. I guess you've got to look at – I haven't looked at what the draw is look, looking <clears throat> like after that, but – I would stay away from Horsburgh. Yeah, every chance at Origin. So yeah. I, I still think Torhu's a pretty good plug into the front row forward spot there. Uh, Gareth Kidd, can I get another shout-out for purchasing Katoni Staggs? Gareth yeah. th- threw in a question last week saying that he was <laughs> on the beers last Saturday night <laughs> and, and traded him in and had his heart broken by Katoni Staggs, like we all have. <laughs> As only Katoni Staggs can do, he bounced back the week later with a like, vintage performance. Went about his business. Oh, he was 98 a weapon. He was so good. <laughs> Uh, and the last question from Drew Gamel is the Spies team still quotation marks building nicely? Mate, we're built. Oh, we have been built. Please. <laughs> End of discussion. I'm 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 rebuilding for the 2025. Yeah, yeah we're built. It's like a house that has no bathrooms, toilets, anything. Your house, spy. Uh, we'll wrap got a that water up. slide though into the pool. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wrap that one up for the SC Playbook podcast for <clears throat> NRL Supercoach round 15. Spy, thank you, mate. Thanks, guys. And Julissa, thank you very much. Thank now you. the debut. Thank you. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.